I don't like children hurting me. <laughs> I don't like children hurting me either. I think we've just bonded. That's the question. What would you do if some guy on the street just came up, grabbed your hand, and bit it? Um, I'd probably go get checked for rabies. <laughs> with my own child, I'm pretty certain she doesn't have rabies. I did joke with my wife that it's the, the zombie attacks are starting and we need to start thinking about what we're going to do if we have to actually put her down. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your wife loved that conversation. With Walking Dead being so big and my, my, my wife loves that show and everything, that conversation definitely comes up like, well, would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Would you, would you shoot me if you had to? It's like, well, if it's to protect the family, of course I would. And so when that actually comes up, yeah, she just gave me a look of, I'm, I'm going to divorce you. It's just like, it's a serious question. <laughs> She's like, no, that's my plan. You turn into a zombie and we are getting a divorce. You have a terrible zombie plan. Congratulations <laughs> on being eaten. I would just shoot you in the face. That would be great if like, there's a zombie apocalypse and all you had to do was take out a restraining order against zombies and they had to stay 100 feet away from you and you'd be safe. Zombies abide by restraining orders. Yeah, they're lawful evil. They have to do what the law says. I don't think that's the case. I think the whole point is they have no brains, so they cannot do anything but just eat and walk. So I feel like homeschooling creates a supervillains. <laughs> Sociopath, supervillain, and that one weird kid that eats glue and plays the trumpet in seventh grade. It's like all it takes is like I don't know, just the wrong. The, you're having a bad day, and then the wrong thing happens, just like at the exact moment that just makes you snap. And that's just when I think, you know what? This is the kind of stuff that creates supervillains. I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but if I were to you know live in a society where there's hero, super superheroes and supervillains, I think unfortunately I would probably actually be a supervillain. Because I feel like it'd just take one little thing to make me just snap, and then there's no going back. At least I'm honest about it. No, let's be honest about it, Jason. You're like a second-level henchman at best. I, I, I have some schemes. I could, <laughs> You I have could. some schemes, but what, what are you going to do with them? How are you going to make these schemes happen? you got no powers. You've got no money. Again, that's if I lived in the world. You've got that, this crappy podcast. The world that we had superpowers, then maybe I would have one that's like, you know, latent. <laughs> and once once I decide that I'm like, okay, fine, just forget all this. I want to be evil. Then my power like comes out and it's like, all right, now we can use you. Hmm. I'd like to think I would be a superhero in that world. It's what everybody wants to. Everybody well, wants right. to be a superhero. My superpower is holding the door open for people. I I use that for great responsibility. It's not a superpower. That's just common courtesy. Okay, yeah, the same thing, but might as well be a superpower. I always signal when I change lanes, so, you know, I'm a good person down inside. These aren't superpowers. These are just, the, these They're are not, just nice these things. These are powers that I have that I use for good, so I'm assuming this pattern would hold. I imagine you might be using that quote-unquote power the same way I'm using it. I'm not signaling when I change lanes because it's not the nice thing to do. I'm doing it because I'm right and you're wrong. We're going to be Nemesai, aren't we? That'd be awesome. And we're not going to know it. We're not going to know that the other one is the other one. We're still going to do the podcast. And then, you know, each night we go out and battle in the streets. 
and then come back and podcast about it, but we never reveal our secret identity, so we can't talk about it on this show. That's not a bad idea for a story. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting idea. Guys that podcast together or do something, and or even just, you know, are friends and know each other, but then when they fight, they, yeah, that's interesting. Well, well, the podcast is perfect because we never see each other. In this yeah. world, also, Skype video is always a premium service, and so we never, because it's still a crappy podcast. I like the idea that we're superheroes and supervillains, and yet we keep going back home to Virginia and Utah. In, in this alternate universe, we both live in Texas. I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. No, I think I think somewhere further away. So we have to, like, go great distances to fight crime and then still come back home to our rinky-dink towns. And <laughs> that's the perfect cover. It's part of the Clark Kent cover. Nobody <laughs> would suspect him. He lives in Utah. <laughs> that's another problem I have with Clark Kent. Why the crap is he even in Metropolis? He doesn't have to leave Smallville to be a hero there. He should have stayed in Smallville and just had, like, you know, the TV on while he's out farming. And then, like, oh, gotta go. Boom. There. Stop Lex Luthor. Okay, back home. How am I Rutabaga's doing? I mean, they've done the origin over, over and over so many times now. It's like, you know, they've even gotten to the point where his dad dies or his adopted dad dies. And so he uses that as like a reason like, okay, well, I'm going to leave mom to tend the farm. I'm going to head out to the big city <laughs> yeah. and see if I can find me some crime. Meanwhile, a cow's humping a deer off in the distance. It's like, nope, that doesn't involve me. I'm going to go catch an airplane that's falling out of the sky. Okay, um... Cow humping a deer, yes, I know, that's quite an image. If, if you're a superhero and you have to choose between stopping a plane falling from a sky or a cow humping a deer, you choose the plane. I don't know, if you, if you grew up in rural Kansas, I feel like that would be your first duty. Well, first off, if the deer got caught by a cow, it gets what it deserves, okay? Second, ew. Third, that doesn't happen. Fourth, ew. Fifth, it's a plane full of people. Six, Ew. Seven, if the deer is into it, let it be into it. Because, you know, obviously there's some consent going on. It's not going to place I thought it would. <laughs> but I'm really happy. You're the one who said cow humping a deer. I was thinking it was consensual. I was thinking this is just the thing that was going on on the side. But Well, then why would Superman have to stop it if it's consensual? <laughs> that's none the, of his that, business. No, that's the sentence I wanted. We're good. We can stop this now. So then last year, there was a push towards like team costumes. So our group, the web designers this year, were like, well, what should we do? Well, what's something simple that everybody can get in on fairly cheap or completely free? And they're like, oh, okay, let's do animal masks. (laughs) So we found a couple of companies that sell them on Amazon for pretty cheap. They're pretty good looking. We all picked out different animals. And I got the unicorn, which is a lot like the horse one, but creepier. (laughs) <laughs> I found after just quickly putting it on at the day it arrived that, oh my God, does the smell permeate your skin and stick with you for like at least a day. Like I washed my hands like five times and it still smells. And now I'm sure my face is... is, eh, is no one at work is going to smell your face. Uh, this is true. I think. Yeah. Tom won't be there that day. You're right. <laughs> well, Tom the face smeller. <laughs> Every office has a Tom. Someone who just, like, loves smelling faces. It's just his, his way of getting to know you. Hey, man, how's it going? How was your weekend? Good deal, good deal. All right, good talk. Talk to you later. <laughs> Tom. And the thing is, you can't fire him because it's protected status. 
Yes, he's a, a diversity hire. Yeah, you gotta keep your face smeller quota up or you're gonna be in trouble. So on the actual conversation line that I would like to keep us on, do you have any adult Halloween plans? No. My current company doesn't really do anything for it. My last company did. We did do Halloween a bit. Uh, we kind of like decorate our areas. And the engineering area got really into it. And one year we made the whole thing into like this little haunted house because our office was basically a hall with uh, a bunch of cubes off to one side. So we did that whole hall like a spook alley and we lost the decorating contest to someone who did not put very much effort into it, but they had a clever pun. They were a bloodbath and they hung shower curtains with blood sprinkled on them in front of all their cubes. That's just gross and yeah, lame. That sucks. Yeah, and they beat us, and we were pissed, and they got, like, half a day off work to go see a movie as a team, and we didn't, and so, you know, we we decided to strike back the next year when it came time. They're like, okay, we're doing the same thing. Decorate your area as a team. We're like, okay, we'll decorate our area as a team. Boom! Christmas decorations up and down the place. <laughs> We're piping in jingle bells. We had like seven Christmas trees. We wrapped all the cubes. We hung stockings. Really confused the kids when they came through on Halloween. <laughs> Suck it, bloodbath. <laughs> Did you win that one? No. <laughs> it was rigged. They didn't say decorate Halloween. They said decorate. It was Halloween. What's scarier than Christmas stuff before Halloween? Nothing. Should decorate for like zombie baby shower. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like... A, a baby shower but for zombies so everything's like themed like i don't know i just thought of this so i haven't thought it through yet yeah yeah but it's maybe not zombies because zombies aren't re- there's no such thing as a baby zombie unless a baby got bit by a zombie but like maybe like uh i don't know i'd say baby mummy but that's equally sad you say there's no baby zombies but there would be if one if the mom died before she gave birth or whatever and the baby died and then you know if anything if anything dies it's just going to come back this is walking dead rules in that universe if a baby died which my wife and i literally every time somebody's pregnant and they die or whatever it's just like we finally gonna see zombie baby is it Uh, oh no do a lot of pregnant people die in the walking dead (laughs) uh pretty much if you get pregnant you die yeah it's not a place for bringing life into the world is after all called the walking dead fair enough that is a fair point so in that world that that would be i think a baby zombie situation it wouldn't have to be bitten because basically if you die then you just you become a zombie but even then you wouldn't prepare for it like it's got to be something that would like a baby creature from the black lagoon i bet they need a baby shower because they probably lay a bunch of eggs that that would be yeah that would be many many babies or we're just throwing the shower for like five because the rest of them won't survive like a puppy like a puppy litter or something. So when you go to a creature of the Black Lagoon baby shower, you got a plan. Like if you're going to buy little baby booties, you bought to buy a hundred of them. If you're going to buy a, like a shirt for a five-year-old, two should be plenty. That has come up on so many podcasts I've listened to now with people like our age. They're just like, can you imagine if the internet and texting and everything was as big a thing when we were kids? Like the stupid, dumb stuff that we would have said that people would have been like, that that person needs to go to jail. Yeah. I'm glad all of my things were like contained to like my social group, which is like five dudes. And AOL. (laughs) Not even AOL. I didn't have email until like late in high school. Well, yeah, but that, you were pretty bad at, at that point, I'm sure, too. Uh, I mean, the reason I got an email address was to talk to one girl. 
Like she convinced me to get it. I've told, I've said the email address on this podcast before, and if you don't remember, I'm not going to tell you. Oh come on, 460 of these things. I can't remember every stupid thing you said. What was the email? Sugar underscore 24 underscore 2000 at yahoo.com. <laughs> This is why you do not let high school girlfriends choose your first email address. She, she yeah, she it? helped again. I, I, I got it so I could talk. Like, I think it was not to talk to her with email, but it was to use the Yahoo Messenger. And to use that, you had to have an email address. So I just set that one up. That was the one we chose together. <laughs> I don't know that I ever actually received email at that email address. I'm, I'm gonna email you now. You can try that one. That one's shut down. It's gone. Oh, is it? Aww. I do have a Yahoo one now. That's not it. Sorry, You're trying to dox me. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Poor Sugar Twenty Four Two Thousand cannot be doxed, for that person no longer exists, or it's been reclaimed by somebody. Oh man, I hope you are welcome to that. I will give you that email address. I was talking to work about some. Uh, we were just talking about hiring people and job hunting and all that stuff. And she's like, slams the table and like, and seriously, email addresses are free. I can't tell you how many applications I've had to turn down because the email address was hotbabe69 at yahoo.com. I'm like, one? Because the only one person can have that email address? Yeah, I've heard the same from people like recruiters and people that hire other people that's just like, come on. It's not, it's 2016. You can sign up for a Gmail account in like five seconds. It will have your name on it instead of... Sweet booty for you, 42. <laughs> if you have to put a number in your name, get another one. If you have anything sexual in your name, get another one. If you are making claims about your own attractiveness in your name, get another one. I would just say if it's not your name, get another one. Well, yeah, but I mean, that pedophile already has jasonsigler at gmail.com, so you can't take No, that. no, you're wrong. Again, not giving up my personal. Well, that that one's already out there. That that that's my email address. That is mine. I claimed that. I don't have the Google search. My SEO is not as powerful as Boston Pedophile. But damn it, I have the email address. <laughs> I actually gave that as my email address to somebody. I'm like, yeah, I'm Steve Shinney at Gmail. They're like, wow, you must have got on that Gmail train quick to get that. How many Steve Shinnies out there do you think there are fighting for that name? Yeah, you're pretty safe. I am safe. I'm also at least four people's safe words, so, you know, keep that in mind. Ew. <laughs> All fans of this show. No. Because <laughs> nothing ends the passion. Like yelling, Steve Jenny! Actually, that's that's and a fair done. point. That's that's a good way to think of it. That's how they work, right? <laughs> sure. I don't have safe words, so I don't know. I don't either. I, I don't need one. Don't... <laughs> don't make it out like I do. You're a pervert. How's that work? When you're hanging upside down. Tell me your pervert things. I see your swing back there. <laughs> no, you don't! <laughs> I don't have one. Anymore. <laughs> I never had one. I'm kidding. Uh, don't tell me your pervert things. I won't. I'll hide them. Keep them safe just for me. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. Digital